Welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. Hope that you all are doing well and that you've had a phenomenal weekend. Listen, I am so excited to be here with you all. So excited for a new week and so excited for a new episode of this podcast. If you are new, I ask that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. Thank you for your support. And for those of you all that are coming back in, thank you for your continued support. It means the world to me. Definitely happy to have you all here as we continue to move this podcast forward. The Between the Dream podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Fibersoul.com. Fibersoul is a one-stop shop for Christian streetwear that balances the latest styles and life-giving scripture. With Fibersoul, you've got apparel that can always speak life. And right now, you can get 15% off of your first order using code TAYLOR15 at Fibersoul.com. Listen, I am so ecstatic. Um, I think I'm going to actually take the month of March to do a series on Mondays, and then I'll probably follow up with a different conversation. Um, so a second podcast episode uh, at the end of the week during the month of March. This one is really hitting me hard, and um, it hasn't left me. It's been sticking with me. So I think I'm going to create a series out of it for the month of March, and that is the conversation around men, their emotions, and their mental health. So important. So if you follow the Mental Health Monday videos, you would have saw that yesterday I posted a snippet of a speech that I did last Thursday evening in Ohio at a student leadership conference. Shout out to the Ohio Trio students and everybody that was in attendance for that conference. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the support. I know that a lot of you all talked about following this podcast and making sure that you stay tuned in and connected with me. So I just want to say thank you all for really bringing this out of me because it wasn't necessarily a part of the speech that I had planned, but I really felt it in that space. And I was like, you know what, we need to go ahead and dive into this. And so in that, um, this snippet of the speech, uh, had me just talking about uh, the importance of men understanding their emotions, being able to express their emotions and understanding that their emotions are not weakness. It's not a weakness. It's not a sign of weakness. Them being able to express and tell how they feel. There is no weakness tied to it. And I think that for me, um, I really felt heavy about impressing that message on the men in that room. Obviously, it's a leadership conference and it kind of got me into the flow of talking about how men as leaders um don't always get a chance to see their full potential because of the issues and the matters of the heart um, and the matters of the emotion and the matters of the mind that we tend to kind of just allow uh, to fester and sit within us. And so I really wanted to do something different to just start to break down that mold. And so I was like, why not just take this even further? Because the response yesterday from the Mental Health uh, Monday video has been phenomenal. We got over 100 shares, I believe, on the video um, on IG alone and we got a ton of saves and people just commenting and expressing their gratitude with it and I was like there's something deeper here so I wanted to just set the groundwork today with this conversation to kind of break down my mindset when I was giving that and then give a few pointers right and so here's the kick it's really important to have this conversation and while it's beneficial for men I think my ladies need to stay tuned into this conversation as well. And here's why. In the spirit of community and partnership, um, I think that as we continue to dive into the conversations of equity around men and women, um, we have got to be able to uh, learn each other, right? And, and to 
have a greater understanding of each other. And I'm always one advocating and pushing men to learn women, whether it come from the standpoint of a work relationship, a platonic friendship, or even a romantic relationship. And I think that it's important for us to have that both ways um, so that we can be able to be the best for one another, um, because obviously we share this world together. We share this space together. And um, I believe that personally, there's a lot for us to be able to do when we talk about the spirit of community and and just everything to come with that. And so please, ladies, stay in tune with me. Um, <clears throat> you might be able to take some nuggets for the gentleman in your life, um, the man that you love, maybe your son, you know, fathers, you never know, like conversation wise, I think it's important. Right. And so excuse me, I'm actually going to take a sip of water here because my throat is like meh still. But with that being said, though, I did want to have this conversation because I truly believe that um, <clears throat> being able to understand is so important. And so a few things that I just really want to toss out here for those listening. Um, I know a lot of men talk about how, oh, you know, I'm going to look weak or I'm going to look quote unquote gay if I open up about my feelings. You know, I know there have been a lot of uh, toxic uh, conversations of masculinity around the emotional side of things, expressing one's feelings and one's interest or, you know, the issues in one's heart and, and, and specifically the heart of a man. And I think that it's important to understand that, you know, these labels that people try and put on you as a man when it comes to what you are, what you aren't, because you might be in tune with your feelings or because you might be um, in, in such a space of burnout and breakdown, right, um, that that you have, have lost control. And this is what we tend to see with men a lot. Um, when we talk about men expressing emotions, uh, there are several things that really stick out to me that really push men to the brink of kind of what I would call reactive responses to the emotions that they are dealing with. Um, a lot of them are focused around burnout. You talk about men who um, just take on the pressures of life, the weight of the world around them, trying to be Superman and in that not realizing that they're crashing and burning because they're trying to be everything for everybody. And maybe to a degree, it's chauvinistic at times, um, but we have men who tend to try and hold it all together. And we might be too prideful or ego driven to ask for help or to admit that we need it. Right. And um, this is one of the most common areas where we see that initial breakdown to where we get a chance to see the emotions that rest under the layers of issues. Uh, I think the second part that I tend to see it a lot in is that early adolescent phase. When you talk about men who are young men at the time or little boys growing up and we talk about some of the false teachings of what it is to be a man, the false teachings of masculinity and some of the false teachings of manhood that stick with us from a very early age. Right. We're taught what's acceptable. We're taught what's not acceptable. And many times we don't bother to question it or even think to question it. And we accept it as what it is and not realizing that we've actually taken on some tainted ideologies and some tainted thought processes when it comes to what has been deemed appropriate for men. And so um, these are the two common areas that we tend to see it in, you know, early childhood. It's like a seed sown. And I think as that seed is sown, it kind of does link to that second component of the burnout phase when it comes to what we were taught early on and how to handle or actually realistically 
not handling the, the things that we're going through. Right. And so we see this. And so I just kind of want to set the tone with the conversation since we will be having a full breakdown of a series around this throughout the month of March. Um, I, I think that it's very important to cast out the lie that says that you are weak or that you are less than in those moments where you express how you feel, where you tell your truth, where you are honest and open about the fact that you might be struggling mentally or emotionally. Um, I think even deeper than that, right? Because obviously before we get to like real heavy mental health issues, typically they start more so from an emotional standpoint, right? Whether this be neglect in the home early on, whether this be rejection, we can talk about abuse, whether currently or maybe in the past. Um, I think even deeper than that though, we talk about a lot of the heartbreaks that come in life, failures, the feelings of being a failure, the disappointments, maybe the breakup in certain relationships. There's so much that rests there for our um, men that they don't know how to deal with, right? And so what do we end up doing? We end up taking on um, some very unhealthy coping mechanisms, and that's how we tend to deal with them. We become womanizers in romantic relationships. We become very non-trusting individuals in the, you know, interactions with men that we see, right? We we go on this nonsensical conversation of, of you know, um, alpha and beta males and all this other stuff. And, and, and it's crazy because those sometimes that exude what they call the alpha piece are some of the ones that I have noticed in the workings and those that I've been able to coach and counsel um, that are t- that, that are typically broken the most, right? But we put on this facade, we put on this false cloth of, of masculinity to say that we're okay. And we do things to try and exert our dominance and to show our strength and power so that we can cover up the weakness that is the hurt, the pain and the turmoil that we feel that we have taken mechanisms that aren't healthy to try and cover up. Right. And I just want to help you break out of that. You don't deserve to be in that space. That is not your calling and that is not where you are supposed to be. And I just want to help you to dispel that even in this space and time right now. Right. Your emotions as a man are are okay. Right. You being able to talk about how you feel. It is okay. You are not weak because of that. In those moments where your emotions get the best of you and all you can do sometimes is cry out of frustration, out of pain, out of the anger that you feel from everything that has been festered up. Guess what? In those moments, you are okay. There's nothing wrong with you. There's like you're not falling off the bandwagon. You're not any less of a man. I'd even go as far to say that you're more of a man. You're a lot stronger in those moments and times where you can admit to those uh, shortcomings, where you can admit to those emotions and those feelings that you have, where you can admit to all of these different things that make you who you are, right? Everything that you're experiencing in this phase of manhood and in your process is... um, It's building you and helping you become who you're supposed to be. But a lot of that becoming who we're supposed to be is going to come with the choice of being able to dispel myths. It's going to come with the choice of being able to um, go back and challenge some of the the things that we were taught. Right. Even those things that come from family members, parents, fathers, uncles, the men around us, grandfathers, those that mentored us in those moments. Listen, just because it came from somebody that you've deemed as a trusted source doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it 
it correct. And so I think it's okay to go back and, and come against some of those false teachings that we received early on, because the reality is, is that a lot of the things that we've even taken in in those moments and times, they came from other broken men. Yes, they were our strong pop pop. They were our granddad. They were our father. That was my uncle. And he could take down 30 men in the bar at one time. And that's cool. But guess what? After it was all said and done and he was at home by himself, he was drinking himself into a rut. He he was he was utilizing sex and this highly, you know, sexual, you know, lifestyle to 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 try and find some kind of validation for the areas that he would never admit his weakness to. And I'm not saying that to 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 use it as a shot, but I'm simply saying that we learned imperfect practices from imperfect men. And when we learn these imperfect practices from imperfect men, we started to take on that very mold. And what have we done? We've allowed it to carry on down the lineage. And now we've got generational issues that need to be addressed. Because if we don't address them, what do we do? We allow them to be carried on to our children, right? Son, daughter, it doesn't matter. They're carried on in different ways. And our children, even though we won't see the result of it right away over a period of time we will get a chance to see that investment from the imperfections take place in our child's lives and by then it's not much that we can do from a standpoint of being able to help them phase out of it now they, they have the option in the the challenge as the adult in their own personal life to be able to figure out the pains the hurts and and really make a difference in that regard to try and do and be something better Right. And so I just want to put that out there um, in the spirit of at least starting this conversation to say, hey, as a man who has emotions, you are OK. You're not less than you're not weak. Um, your vulnerability is actually the, the greatest area of strength that you will find, because when you can be vulnerable, when you can be honest and when you can learn to deal and not just cope, but to heal, um, what I truly believe happens is that you will find the strength that has been hidden for so long and you will be able to look back at everything else around you and everything else that you've experienced and gone through and realize that, hey, what I thought was strength before, it wasn't. It was a nice facade. But in me being able to really figure out my identity, figure out who I am as a man when it comes to the embrace of my emotions, what some would deem as that femininity piece, right? There is a balance. Ooh, Thanos finger snap. There is a balance that we have when we talk about being able to conduct both and allow both of those to rest in our heart, right? To where we can allow that grace to move and penetrate our hearts. We can allow that compassion to move and penetrate our hearts. It will help us because as leaders, that's what we need. As those who call us uh, ourselves the head of the households, that's what we need. Whether you're leading your, your, your family, you're leading a foundation, or you're leading a mass group of people, you're not gonna just be able to do everything off of sheer brute force. You're going to be able to have to finesse. You're going to have to be able to learn how to speak with a, a, a tame tongue. You're going to have to learn how to do some things from a space of, of clarity and understanding and, and, and fully being able to dive into um, your wholeness and not just half of what it takes to to be. A man, right, and not just the 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 negative connotations and and some of the the lies that we've been taught or the mistruths 
that we have in our lives. I'm excited. I'm excited for this series. I think this is going to be really good. I think it's going to be really impactful. And this is what I want to do. Um, As we go throughout this month having these manhood conversations, I want to hear from you. I want to be able to talk to you um, and and hear from you guys when it comes to you and and some of the thoughts, maybe some of the experiences that you've had, uh, some of the things that you've gotten a chance to see, some of the areas where you have found growth and maybe some things that you were taught early on and you realize later on they weren't productive or they weren't healthy for your life. What was the journey like for you when you finally were able to dive into a space where you embraced your emotions rather than tried to suppress them? Guys, reach out to me. You can reach out to me via the Anchor app. Obviously, you can reach out to me on social media. Instagram is Jr. Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. For those of you all that are on uh, LinkedIn, reach out to me there, Richard L. Taylor Jr. And uh, Twitter is at TrulyTaylorMade. I would love to hear from you all. Um, and, and just continue to curate this conversation. I think I'm going to have some bomb guests on the podcast this month, some men who can really talk about this. And I think, too, um, I got a good friend that I think would be great for this conversation, too, when we talk about the relationship aspect um, for our ladies. Right. Um, she she said something in a conversation that we were having a while back and she was just like, yeah, I think it's really interesting in my journey and my process and how I learned how. um we ask our men to open up and when they finally do, sometimes it goes over our head and we miss it. And, and and so I thought that was really, really interesting to hear a woman say because it was one of those things to where she realized that she was hearing one thing from him and not realizing that he was pouring his heart out. And so I thought that that'd be a great conversation to have because in the spirit of community and and really healthy and productive relationships, we've got to be able to truly hear and learn from one another. And I want that for all of us. So I'm excited for what this podcast is going to do this month when we talk about being able to have some intentional conversation and beyond that, some intentional healing. I love you guys, man. Make sure you stay in tune with me this week. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. Can't wait to talk to you all soon. Peace.